Brill. So another episode of Inbound After Hours. Yeah, we're back again. Yeah. So this week we thought we'd have a chat about the news HubSpot recently shared that they've hit 100,000 customers. Yeah, big news, big announcement. Big milestone for those guys. It doesn't seem that long ago they did the... I don't know if you remember the 10,000 announcement where they dropped all of them balls. They dropped like 10,000 orange ping pong balls inside the HubSpot office or something. That doesn't seem... Like that was a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, it feels a few years ago, doesn't it? It probably was, but we need to find that video. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we need to find that, but it's, it's odd how these multiples happen, isn't it? That it takes so long to get to 1,000 and so long to get to 10,000, and then overnight you're at 100,000. Yeah, definitely on a bit of a curve upwards, aren't we, at the moment? It's definitely going hugely. I think we always said, I mean, five six years ago it was in the hundreds in in the uk when we started and that's i'm sure that's a part of that that um that number now in growing the same way but it changes weekly for me in terms of the the types of customers we're getting now and the the way that things are expanding and changing and part and parcel into how where hubspot's going and the sort of what they're wanting to become but I think I say this every year, but like you really do see that step change year on year at the moment with, with inbound marketing, um, digital generally anyway, but HubSpot specifically. And I still think HubSpot's pretty niche myself. Like yeah. <laughs> I know it, in our world it doesn't seem like it is, but like it's still a smaller player in the bigger scheme of things, and but it is growing. But it's really interesting to acknowledge that milestone when this week when it's it's come out from HubSpot and then sort of reflect on how things are changing for us as an agency or the, the people that we're helping grow um customers you know partners partnerships we've got um from a sales perspective what what things have changed for you and like that tie in well with that yeah like i think it was a good point you made about like five years or so ago when there's there's a hundred or so people whatever it was in the uk on on HubSpot, I guess every conversation we had in a in a sales capacity was when we needed to start. At, well, who are these HubSpot people, and like, why should we buy their software and and all that? So it was very, the sales process was very educational, starting from you had to say what is inbound. I can remember, I think I think you were there on this one where we had to show, literally show what inbound was, and we remember saying like, someone's got a problem, they click on a blog they read it they like do this and like the end of it was like and that's inbound and they're like whoa that is how people shop and like people were genuine <laughs> i mean it sounds a bit of a cliche but people were generally doing a lot more of the the opposites of the outbound or the newspaper ads all that sort of stuff was still going on a lot in the in that in that world and i think yeah doing doing that sell i think that education at this point of sale was probably pre all of these providers having good content and educational content out there um hubspot obviously was already doing that and and was the one to go to but i think over time people have been well educated generally around the globe around about these sorts of things and content marketing generally or so how socials evolved as well that as inbound dictates they're getting pre-educated now and that's absolutely true for us isn't it um seems like there's very little I wouldn't say none, but there's, there's a lot less education around inbound. Maybe HubSpot still, because it's it's still a new tool for some. 
but that that's definitely changed. I think a lot of the people we work with now have either already have maybe used it in the past in a previous role or um, have been following the blog for years or whatever or tried it out on a, on a free um, on a starter or something. Um, and that's that's a very different engagement to people from an onboarding perspective or like when you've got people you know HubSpot they've set it up okay like they, and it's a different we're, we're elevating people to a different level now not just start blogging it's it's yeah. start doing a little, little bit more advanced stuff um, where do we see this this going then I think as, as HubSpot grows the, the, you know the, the customer base broadens more diverse people coming in just for certain hubs just for certain services a slice of the, the bigger thing that we, we'd offer so we've definitely changed how our offering over the years um yeah i don't know like i don't know where that ends really i think it's it's gone a lot more <laughs> consultative and it's like it's less agency to people like here's here's the stuff here's the stuff it's a lot more collaborative now and or a lot more just that like i say consultative and training people up on best practices rather than necessarily doing it all the time so many there's so many individual threads to this isn't there that we'll definitely be sat here in another couple of years doing the hub spots at the one million level like and that'll come overnight like the hundred thousand has like i've got no doubt about that they're on that trajectory and they're going to be sat in the same category and space as salesforce at some point down the road so they're on that curve but it's really interesting how they've how they've got there and how they've enabled themselves to do that so if you take like the just the inbound side of it like hubspot's strategy of not trademarking or coining the word inbound so that everyone can talk about inbound and be educated on it and you'll go on marketo's blog or racton's blog or anyone's and they'll, they'll use the term inbound but obviously it's synonymous with hubspot as well so everyone's kind of doing them a bit of a favor um in terms of education on in educating on inbound and that means that when when we're having these conversations with people there's less um siloed digital marketing happening than there was five years ago like most of our conversations people were doing digital like seo and ppc but very siloed they could even be doing blogging but very siloed now at least the majority of people even in a in a traditional digital marketing space are thinking about it holistically and whether they call it inbound or not they're trying to get the blogs to lead to a sign up to do some sort of automation like so that market's completely moved on now and that's a little bit table stakes which i think helps grow hubspot and, and obviously it helps it grow the competitors as well i think the other thing they've done quite well is when for quite a lot of years hubspot was applicable to like certain industries and sizes of companies and things like that so if someone said i was a hubspot customer five years ago you could have pretty much you'd make a good bet if you'd say that is a top-end sme uh, business to business customer using marketing pro and you'd be right mm. nine times out of ten now someone says i'm a hubspot customer they could be on free crm they could be on enterprise growth suite um obviously hubspot's opened up um, over the years tools like e-commerce so they could easily be an e-commerce customer now which wasn't a thing um and that many years ago and however many integrations on the, the ecosystem i think something we're you know as hubspot moves to become this platform well it is it is a platform not moving towards it but it, it becomes a bigger and bigger platform building out that the ecosystem i know at inbound a 
couple of years ago, it was the sort of launch of that ecosystem with all the partners on the stage, the sort of the big integrations they've moved and done. Yeah, they had, did they have all of the people who integrate with HubSpot on the stage? I think they had like and it was the, like the top one, yeah, like 20 or something. It was like 20 yeah. people there with the t-shirts on of the companies, yeah, didn't they? It was like over 500 now. <laughs> they've done some real native, deep integrations with things like WordPress and Facebook, um, which they've made a big song and dance about, rightfully so. And that, that move, again, was an... Imp- interesting play a couple of years ago where again as they grow into this hub of hubs um and coming away from a messaging standpoint from the just being a marketing tool that enabled that they bought PySync, which again has enabled it to integrate with hundreds of other things and, and that ecosystem sort of expanding infinitely and that's really interesting as well because the people that come in for us from a solutions perspective most talking just purely about ourselves again i know we are doing that a lot in this one but <laughs> the, the way we work with people is oh we've got they, they could have any one of 500 plus other apps plugged into hubspot doing something really interesting that we probably couldn't predict and that's that's really good as well and that like i say ecom whilst hubspot doesn't have a native ecom hub yet a proper one it's got the shopify deep yeah. integration which is obviously awesome but it can also integrate with loads of other stuff. So it's kind of becoming just this foundational layer of digital and it can be any of those different things in different volumes at any one time, which is great for anyone who's into digital solutions or digital marketing or sales and marketing. It's it's really exciting and makes it very interesting for us to, to work with people with different problems. I think there's a couple of good side stories to that as well for the if you are an in-house marketer these days it's we keep we say this all of the time but the job of what you're expected to know and do just keeps growing like i think it's definitely in a marketer's wheelhouse now to connect apps like this wasn't a thing five years ago you'd have had to go and get a dev company get the apis blah 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 now it's with things like HubSpot and PySync and Zapier and Automate.io and there's there's a ton of them now, it's like quite expected that a marketer will just go in and go, oh, we use this site, HubSpot's our system of reference, it's like our main platform, but I want to plug this thing and I'm going to do it like as a yeah. marketer. And that's, that's another interesting widening of the role, isn't it? Yeah, I think as HubSpot's always been... Uh, sort of built for marketers you know it's always had a great uh, user interface it's sort of familiar and, and easy to use compared to a lot of the other tools which has made it stand out and continue to do so I think that narrative of hey you don't necessarily need a dev for this or you can these hubs all look the same it's very easy to navigate through the sales tool as it is the marketing tool that narrative and that ease of use from a software perspective has bled out into a role perspective for an inbound marketer or just generally a marketer and that's a really interesting dynamic between technology generally not just hubspot and the roles in our industry which is hey software is making things very familiar and not you know relatively unbreakable we've got themes and templates and modules and stuff so you should be able to do that and that's quite that's a bit of a leap and it's kind of like it's a nice to have but then over time it becomes a requirement and that's that like you say that ever-growing not even t-shaped marketer you become very broadly spread and you are expected to be able to do a a no code integration like a pysync or a 
automate.io yeah. or something which we've used in the past and you know figuring that out the first time's interesting but then more so into sales the side of things you know um arguably one of the bigger parts of hubspot these days the sales tools and the crm combined coming into that as a marketer to go hey i can i need to be able to look at a contact record be able to connect the dots for a sales team make some conclusions some recommendations i'm helping develop sale um playbooks and that whole idea of being a growth marketer is kind yeah. of that evolution of that not just the campaign basis thing you kind of always on the tools analyzing optimizing and it's that nurturing across from marketing through to closed and a customer and beyond which hubspot has actually enabled and made part of their flywheel part of their methodology as as the years have gone on which is quite uh can be quite scary a thought yeah. <laughs> for, for someone getting into this and thinking well like there is so much to learn there always has been and digital's ever growing but i'm kind of glad that hubspot keeps things familiar <laughs> yeah actually makes it somewhat you know doable um so yeah that's it's very interesting where that's going and and it absolutely is that um pretty pretty standard to be able to know all these things these days i think the other the other side note as well from a from a, a marketer's job perspective is that that role in terms of bringing in a platform like hubspot or like say it doesn't have to be we're using hubspot as our example but replace that with market or actor or whoever we want to talk about the role of three years ago it's very likely that you'd be that hero marketer buying hubspot bringing it into the business for the first time getting the automation set up and all of that fair enough there's still a lot of market left to do that in but there's a there's a better chance of, than ever that you come into a job where one of those things are there already yeah and that's a big change in a role so you've got to suddenly understand and even unpick or even reset up or redo a system in place like mm -hmm. that like you could easily come in and there's 10 automation sequences running for every lead and the person whose job you replace you don't get a handover or like mm. it's very it could be likely you're walking into a system now instead of being the person who brings in a system yeah and that's a big change of role as well yeah it's not always a blank slate is it it's not no. just hey i can hop to another job and bring hubspot in and, and make it where you you're coming into probably getting hired because of the experience with hubspot it's yeah it's a good point actually it's something i've been thinking about around like when i when i think about our structure here and, and roles and, and all the sort of opportunities for people at the moment where I genuinely see those hub specialists being the future deep technical roles from a HubSpot perspective as these hubs grow you know if, if you, my advice to a, a marketer or someone who's either got a bit of HubSpot knowledge or is at a, at a, at a company with HubSpot or an agency or whatever is pick, pick a hub and, mm -hmm. and become that person become the service hub queen or whatever and if you can nail that and, and get deep into that as well you're going to make yourself stand out and i think there's going to be a lot of roles for that and, and in a company that is very very well invested in a tool like hubspot there's going to be multiple roles not just the one guy that knows how to use it or the one girl that knows how to do you know it generally it is it is splitting out um and that's not just a, a channel basis which historically is how we've broken things yeah. down now there's the sort of um a bit broader again but yeah i, I can definitely see that you, you're sort of seeing those roles already coming out coming out into the into the market but 
I think that's that's the way things are going to go too. It's good good advice because there's going to be a for, for a decent amount of time there's going to be a good premium on that because there's going to be as we've as we heard with the 100k thing there's going to be enough people on and using HubSpot which outweighs the amount of people that are true experts in each of the areas of HubSpot so if you can go out there and say I am the sales hub expert and someone's hiring and is using HubSpot sales hub like that's a that's a premium skill that maybe the employer's it might not yet be a pre-requirement of the job, but it could be one of those desirable bullet points. And if they find someone with it, like they're willing to give a bit of a premium for that skill. Yeah. And then obviously as the market re- progresses, it'll just be, it'll be one of the requirement bullet points. So if you've got a passion for it, HubSpot's growing at this multiple it's growing at, that you seem to carve out a very good career for yourself going down one of those routes. Absolutely. Definitely that talent lag in there, isn't there at the moment, which is, is worth leveraging for sure and yeah. um, getting your certs up in that hub or taking on projects specifically in that and getting deep into it i think i'm very aware of that the more you work in a certain hub it, the more you, the better you get at it obviously um and they are different enough now and they are going they've all got their own tiers and their own sort of paths and it's not just we update a bit of that one this year and then a bit of that one next year they've, they've kind of all got their own roadmaps now and their own teams on from a hubspot perspective so yeah, I think that's a good bit of advice, um, which might help tune out of the sort of scary thing of I need to know everything at all times to the fullest extent, you know, yeah. which can be hard to pull off as well. Well, well, good episode. Enjoy that. Obviously, congratulations to HubSpot on 100K, but it's a good sign of the of the market, the market growing. So hopefully, exciting time for everyone in Inbound. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Brill. Cool. Cheers, Andrew. In a bit. Bye. Bye.